What is up, everybody? Today's episode is a little bit different than what you may be accustomed to on the Beyond the Grammar podcast. My name is Drew Joyner. I am the host of this podcast. Typically, what I do is I invite a guest on the show, have them talk about their experiences, whether they be a founder, whether they be an artist, whether they be a creative director, et cetera, et cetera. I usually have someone come on the show and talk about their life. Today, Today, I'm talking about my life, and I'm more specifically talking about my experience visiting New York City this September. It was a lot of fun. I was only there for about five days, but I did want to talk about my experience because while I was there, I couldn't record a podcast. I was preoccupied with living life, right? And I think that's important to get out, live life, do those kind of things. But I want to talk to you guys about my experience there and kind of talk to you about my impressions of the city being from a smaller city in Denver. You know, it's not a major metropolis like New York or L.A. or, you know, uh, Paris or London or anything like that. It's a smaller city. And so my experience being in the big city, the Big Apple, let's dive into it. I always do this to myself. Actually, before we dive into it, I want to mention and talk about the Met Gala because obviously it's a current event right now. We're just off the heels of the Met Gala. I think a couple of the outfits that stood out to me, um, well, not stood out to me, the couple of the ones that really hit the headlines, I feel like Lil Nas X had a very, very exciting Met Gala. (laughs) I think Kim Kardashian also had a very noteworthy one, as well as Frank Ocean. I think those three, they have been on my timeline continuously the last few days. What, what, who, who stood out to you? I'm really curious. Send me a DM or whatever, but... Um, the Met Gala was actually being set up as I was leaving New York. So I wasn't there in time. And let's talk a little bit about why I was in New York, right? So I was in New York from September 5th to September 10th, right? Just a a short little window. Um, and I was there celebrating my girlfriend's birthday. Um, and I, you know, opted to save a little bit of coins, uh, traveled to New York, got great fare on a hotel and celebrate her birthday there and wanted to make it something really, really memorable for her. So part of it was, you know, of course, I had to celebrate baby girl, but I also had to, you know, do a couple things in, on, in the fashion realm. Right. I had to I had to explore the city. So for me, I had never been to New York in my adult life. I had been when I was about 13 years old and before when I was there, I basically was there for. Uh, a family trip. We were in D.C. We went to New York um, and I think maybe we went to Maryland. I'm not sure. But either way, we were kind of just traveling a little bit of the East Coast, trying to get your boy a little bit cultured at a young age. But now fast forward about 10 years later, you know, I'm 23 now. Fast forward 23 or 10 years later, excuse me, and I'm back in New York, back in the Big Apple. And I want to say the first kind of impressions that I had of New York when we first flew in we we had to take a taxi or an Uber in and our Uber driver was uh he, he was basically telling us his life story it was really really hilarious he was showing us pictures of his girlfriend who was in Cancun at the time <laughs> which was actually really really funny and you know I got my first glimpse of the city from LaGuardia and I was like man this skyline these buildings are just absolutely massive and that's kind of the first thing that i notice is just how massive and how much of a metropolis new york is if you've never been it's really unlike any other place i know there's other metropolises out there in the world but i think in the united states new york is definitely the penultimate of metropolises the penultimate of 
you know, skyscrapers and tall buildings and just massive scaled buildings that you just don't see in Colorado. Like our skyline is like two blocks in Denver of what New York is. And so that was kind of a a big shock for me. It was a lot of fun seeing that. And like, I don't know, architecture is something that I think we all appreciate. And so like, I think we all are maybe, maybe not all of us, but I think a lot of us are starting to understand like the spaces we live in, they have an impact on our mental well-being. They have an impact on our just general well-being. And so New York's skyline and the buildings there were just something that were very interesting to me from the moment I got there to where we stayed at to walking around and feeling like such a small person in this grand city, right? Another one of my first impressions was the initial smells of the city. And in New York, you're supposed to just put your garbage essentially on the sidewalk and allow the trash man or woman to pick it up and but you know the the sidewalks are just so full of trash at times you know in certain areas right and that was kind of something that oftentimes that you know you find yourself plugging your nose and trying not to breathe in the 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 foul stench of of a trash bag of some sort right and so that was a that was a pretty interesting experience time and time again walking down the street and, and smelling different things um, and honestly one of the things that I know Colorado is known for is its marijuana and what I found what we found is that a lot more people are um, smoking using cannabis just in public than in Colorado they are in New York than in Colorado and that was something that was really interesting as well I think there's a stigma about Colorado because we were one of the first states um, and there is a lot of, you know, a lot of people smoke weed and things like that. And maybe I'm kind of getting into the weeds here talking about weed, <laughs> literally in the, in the weeds talking about weed. But anyways, there's something that I noticed in New York, like there were a couple instances where we saw like in different parks, people were just using bongs and just having at it essentially. Right. So that was kind of something interesting that you typically don't see here in Colorado. Um, and we saw more so in New York. I think another one of the bigger shocks about New York is just the personalities of the individuals that live there. Everyone is very much so to themselves. Everyone is go, go, go. Everyone is a little bit standoffish. And at times it can be a little, it can come off as being a little bit mean or a little bit, you know, abrasive for someone who in Colorado, um, I feel very comfortable in the state and in in Denver and in different cities that I walk through being able to talk to anybody and just conversate, just, just have a conversation. And in New York, not that I say I, I couldn't do that, but I just felt this different energy about the people living there compared to where I'm from in Denver and compared to being at home. Right. And that's just culture. It's just differences in, you know, how a metropolis or a large city operates versus a, more kind of I wouldn't say Denver is like a small city it's mid-sized small or I guess it is kind of small but you know people are just less um, guarded I would say guarded is the word I'm looking for another thing that really really made me happy while I was there and if you guys don't know I am an avid pizza lover if you've ever been on my Instagram and swipe through a, a bunch of my carousels you'll see usually at the end of the carousel a big slice of pizza and I was pretty much in heaven when it came to the pizza department while I was in New York. There were so many, you know, local pizzerias and pizza shops everywhere from, you know, a dollar pizza. It's about $3 a slice. And 
had tons of different types. You had your grandmas and and margaritas and, you know, your peps and all these kind of things. I tried it all there and I had a good time enjoying and eating pizza, uh, maybe getting off a little bit of a diet that I was on before the trip. And it was a lot of fun. It was all good pizza, too. Like, I think that what made it different compared to like here where we typically don't have great, great pizzas or like, I don't know, they just don't stand out here in Colorado, but there are a couple places that stand out. What am I saying? There's a couple places that stand out, but I think in New York, what made it stand out was the crust always was like a little bit like crunchy, but then like once you chewed into it, the dough was nice and there wasn't too much cheese. Like sometimes here in Colorado, they pack the cheese on too much. Um, there was just enough cheese and everything kind of blended together and you had to have a Bev. Like, you, you can't have a pizza and no Bev. Come on now. So we always had, like, a nice little water bottle, an EJ water bottle or um, a smoothie or, or just something to drink because you need that Bev. It brings it all together, brings all the all the, all the flavors together, and you can you wash it back with a little bit of a beverage. So uh, the pizza was good. Pizza was really, really good. I, we probably had pizza every day there except for one. Another thing I really loved about New York City was how walkable it is. Here in Denver, you don't really have the opportunity to walk as much as we did in New York. I want to read you guys the stats of the number of steps we took according to the health app of my iPhone while we were there. So first day was 15,000 steps. Second day it was 23,000. Third day it was 29,000. Fourth and fifth day were 18,000. And then the day we left... Um, which was the sixth day was 8,000, but we were flying. So it makes sense that it wasn't as high as some of the other days, but I mentioned 29,000 steps. That's 15 miles of walking in one day. Like that is insane. I also loved how simple the subway was to use. All you have to do is have uh, a card that has those three lines that basically lets you tap it on the scanner and you're in and you can basically travel anywhere within the New York area. We actually did take a subway to Brooklyn, which I'll get into a little bit later. Um, but the subway was really easy, and it was pretty fast. It was relatively clean, the ones we were on. I've heard some pretty nightmarish stories about some pretty gross things happening on the subway. But, you know, it was pretty clean. You know, everyone had their mask on. Everyone was quiet to themselves. And it was, a, it was a good experience traveling the subway in New York City. Some of the things that stood out were the High Line, which was a previous train track turned into um, above the ground train track turned into a walkway where you can walk through all these like apartments and whatnot it was really beautiful and really cool architecture also the oculus building the world trade center building was really cool the architecture there was fantastic greenwich village my girlfriend and I went back and forth about Greenwich Village for so long because we were trying to debate <laughs> whether it was called Greenwich Village or Greenwich. And I don't know why. I mean, contemporary knowledge would tell you you pronounce it Greenwich because it's spelled, you know, G-R-E-E-N-W-I-C-H. And that to me is green Greenwich, but everyone calls it Greenwich. And so I was telling her, no, it's Greenwich. It's Greenwich. And so, but yeah, that was cool. That was a cool little area. Kind of went by NYU as well. And I kind of learned a little bit more about NYU than I ever knew before, just off of curiosity. It's a pretty large school um, within New York, about 50,000 students, but it doesn't really have a campus. And I kind of I kind of don't like that. I don't know. There's something a little bit different about that. But um, 
it was it was cool. It was all very cool. NYU area had some good restaurants and things like that. Enjoyed our time there, and it was just a ton of walking, a ton, a ton of walking. Like I said, when you walk twenty nine thousand steps, fifteen miles, your legs get tired, but it's like a good tired. You know what I mean? And so it's always good to to be out and be active like that. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was just so much fun. The weather was good the entire time. It was about eighty degrees. Oh yeah. Speaking on the weather, the humidity, the humidity wasn't too bad either. Um, it was okay. Like here in Colorado, it's pretty dry. So it was, it took a day or two to get acclimated to. Um, but after we kind of understood the assignment, we wore the clothes that would be best suited for humidity because it's, you could sweat pretty easily walking 15 miles, right? So that was a lot of fun. The sweating, the sweating wasn't a lot of fun, but just being able to walk around. <laughs> Let's talk about Soho for a second. So Soho is one of the main kind of shopping districts within New York's Manhattan area. And Soho was really cool. We, when we first got there, our intention was to actually meet up with someone who I'm friends with, Devonte Ivory. He's been on the YouTube channel and I haven't really talked to him about talked about him on the podcast or talked to him on the podcast. But maybe that'll be something that I can work on. But he was he was nice enough to meet us, had lunch with him, and then kind of we were off in Soho. And so one of the first stores we entered into was uh, actually Onitsuka uh, Tiger, which was basically, for those who don't know, Onitsuka is kind of like the ASICs before ASICs, essentially. they I think they end up buying ASICs back in the 40s or 50s or something like that. Don't quote me. I could be terribly wrong. But I, I know Onitsuka, essentially the watermarks of Onitsuka and the branding of Onitsuka is near identical to what ASICs does. But Onitsuka is more of the kind of almost inline, more Japanese uh, focused brand. And I could be wrong on that explanation, but uh, I understand it's different from ASICS and it has its own kind of entity outside of ASICS, even though it looks a lot like ASICS, right? So we went in there because I'm a fan of the Onitsuka Tiger AP Big Logo. It's a sneaker that I've been wearing a ton and loving. And so I was like, you know, I might as well pop in. I've never seen an Onitsuka store and I wanted to check it out. And it was really cool. Really, really cool. The people there were nice and I had the chance to talk to um, a clerk there or a, uh, someone who worked there. And that's kind of what I enjoy doing a lot. Of time, a lot of times when I go into stores is being able to talk to different people. I think each person, or I think each time we walked into a store, I try to spark up a conversation between someone there because it's, it's not as much of a fun experience if you're kind of just being quiet, walking around, doing those kind of things. I enjoy asking questions, talking literally about anything, um, whether it be like, what do you like about the store? How long do you, how long have you worked here? What do you not like about the store? Anything. I literally talked to anyone about anything. So I did that at Onitsuka first. And then after Onitsuka, we headed um, down to Mulberry and we hit up the, your boys, you know, one of his favorite stores or one of his favorite brands rather, um, ALD, Emelion Door. And that was really cool. There was like a little raffling or rafting or yeah, raffling. I think that's what it's called. Bars and stuff. There was like construction all over the place, right? And so like I couldn't get my picturesque picture <laughs> as everyone gets, but I wasn't really there for that anyways. But um, visiting ALD was really a treat. Uh, first walked in and it was really well done the way that they have the interior of the store decorated. They have they had some, you know, they had some Jay-Z playing in there, very New York and 
um, had the basketball themes and the kind of new age Ralph Lauren theme in there. And everyone was nice and kind. You know, I wasn't really looking to buy anything because uh, with AOD, a lot of times what I think about AOD, the, the pieces are very expensive. So not I think about them. I know that they're very expensive a lot of times. And so um, I'm not, you know, financially, fiscally in a position to just cash out at ALD. But it is one of my favorite brands because of their visuals and their, you know, spirit of New York and their basketball focus. And I just was really enamored by the shop, right? Had an opportunity to chop it up with one of their uh, employees as well. A couple of them, actually. Um, This girl who was behind the counter basically just asked her, you know, what it's like working there. And she told me, you know, it's like a family. And I talked to several people who had worked at ALD, from John Taylor, who's been on the podcast, who designed for ALD, to David Gershiff, who worked at ALD. And if you've watched my YouTube video, you know I applied to ALD. I applied to ALD, and I know the chief strategy officer, I think is his title, Will Grogan. He um, had a conversation with him. So, I have, you know, I've talked to different people at ALD who worked at ALD, and it was cool to be there in the store and, and see it. There's really something special about actually seeing something for the first time, and you know when I got there, I was like, "Oh, this is it! Like this is this is crazy! I can't believe I'm here right now. I've seen so many pictures of this place, and now I'm here." And it was uh, it was it was very cool. They had you know their penny loafers, they had their new fall winter items. A lot of them had sold out, and I didn't realize that the cafe was actually connected right next to the store. Right, so the cafe. I thought it was maybe like there would be a wall between them, but no, literally. From ALD, you can go to the cafe, get your get your latte or whatever, cookies or croissants or whatever, and be on your way with your 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 new fly uh, knit wear, your new fly knits. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say with your new garments. <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool. I actually really like that idea for for a retail space. It's it's special, right? And there are a lot of special retail spaces in New York, and so that's what makes it New York. But being there was really cool. Didn't buy anything from Cafe Leondor either. Yeah, if you don't know, I'm not a big coffee drinker. And um, I probably can get a better pastry somewhere else, in my opinion. I don't know I don't know how good it is there. Maybe if someone does know, if they can attest to how good ALD's Cafe Leondor is, then by all means, let me know. Because uh, I, I decided to opt out on purchasing anything. Next up, we hit up Kith. And I know this is going to sound literally like double standard but i wanted to try kith's ice cream because i had never tried it before i'd been to kith before and actually in la but i'd never been to the new york store and the new york the new york store was very big it had three three levels which was kind of cool first level being the brands that they carried um not very interested in that section really when it comes to kith you know i'm more interested in what they kind of produce if they produce anything they always do a great job, I feel like, of actually putting out uh, their visuals and their editorials and their video campaigns. I'm always impressed by Kith. They do a great job. I mean, they're, they've are they really grown in prominence over the years, and it was cool to see the store as well. Their store felt a little bit less um, old school, New York, new school, like ALD did. I don't know. It felt very like polished and it felt very futuristic if that makes sense like a very futuristic retail experience not like to where i don't know i don't know what to compare it to but it just felt you know a little bit more elevated than what you typically see at a retail store it felt clean and they, you know they had you know all the latest rap songs going they had clb and donda and kendrick and all that kind of stuff you know i'm coming in 
I'm coming in. <laughs> they had that song bumping. I don't even know the name of that song. Hopefully someone can catch that, but I don't know. Anyways, upstairs, the second floor was where we spent most of our time. The second floor was where the ice cream was. And the second floor is where the sneakers or the footwear was. And if you don't know, I absolutely adore just footwear. I love shoes. Shoes are just something that I always gravitate towards um, and will always gravitate towards. And so they had a couple pairs of uh, different things in there. They had the, you know, new collaboration Doc Martin uh, slip-ons with Sui Coke. Had a chance to see those in person. That was something I was looking at prior um, I was looking for maybe some Kith Sambas, but they did not have those. They also had some crazy, uh, what were the name of these docs? They were the new, the newest Doc Martin collaboration with, give me one second, hold on, with Atmos, Atmos was what it was. And those those boots are absolutely giant in person, man oh man. They had some other cool stuff. I'm trying to remember everything. Like I said uh, earlier with ALD, I wasn't really trying to buy or looking to buy anything i did not pack or did not bring enough luggage to send anything back in a suitcase i'd have to ship it back and i didn't want to do that um the the trip was more so to just kind of get acclimated because i feel like you know now that i know the different things and the different elements of the city um, when i go back because i plan to go back you know relatively frequently i think there's a lot of opportunities there i think there's a lot of things i could benefit off of for youtube and for the brand there so do plan to go back but I think this trip was more so just kind of get a you know soft taste of what the city had to offer and what Soho and different things had to offer while also celebrating a birthday, right? So um, there were some cool shoes. Third floor was the women's wear. Really interesting items. They had the Wimbledon kind of stuff going, the tennis stuff. And uh, it was cool. And nothing, nothing crazy that we saw. Talked to another person there. He was wearing this really interesting trucker hat, uh, one of the workers there. And I asked him about it, and he told me the the photographer. He told me, like, a, his friend was a photographer, and he basically started the brand and sold the hats. And it was cool. It was all very, very cool, right? So we ended up getting Kith ice cream. My verdict on it, I would give it a, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Really good. We just did, like, simple. We didn't do any, like, crazy. I didn't want to do that. They have, like, their menu how do I explain it? Their menu is like what the celebrities order when they get ice cream and it was all with like cereal in it. And I didn't actually try the cereal. Maybe that's probably probably a bad thing to say. The whole point of the ice cream is that there's cereal in it. <laughs> but I just got cookies and cream and Oreo and it was good. It was good. Um, it was melting really quickly in the in the New York streets. And so but it was really good. The last store I want to mention, well, actually, there's one more store I want to mention after this, but it's kind of a funny story. The last store I was actually interested in was Blue and Green, which is a kind of Japanese Americana store. I had seen Ray go there, and, and it looked really, really cool. They had Sugar Cane. They had Capital. I think they had some Visman. They had some magazines. Uh, they had some Japanese denim. Really cool place. And I talked to, I think, this dude named Cal was his name really fantastic guy. Uh, we talked about, you know, fashion as a whole. We talked about social media a little bit and he, and he was talking about his friend is Mark Boutelier. If you guys know who that is and it was fun. It was a great time there. The store was absolutely beautiful. I think of all the stores, I think that store actually is the best looking and most aesthetically pleasing store, even above ALD. It's called Blue and Green. 
get the buzz in to get in and it was you know had some nice ac blasting in there it was getting a little hot that day and it was a great great store it was a great experience so it was a lot of fun there i don't know what else really to say about it besides it was great took some pictures on my instagram you can see those and it was a lot of fun um just walking around and and talking to different people right last store i want to mention is we walked into uh tiffany i think it's called tiffany and you know we're not really dressed like you know extremely i'm dressed relatively you know cleanly i have a pair of dickies on and i have a a vintage crew neck and and a trucker hat and we walk in there and you know everyone in there is kind of you know dressed a little bit more elevated than that but the the woman who approached us immediately was great at you know trying to make us feel welcome and selling us on some things and the jewelry and whatnot and it was it was just hilarious because you know she was getting so excited about the potentiality for us to purchase something and i I was like, oh, she's being so kind. Let me just look at the price point of some of these, you know, some of this jewelry from Tiffany. And I'll look down and $24,000, $16,000, $7,000. And I said, you know, I whispered to my girlfriend, oh, she's so nice. But hopefully, you know, you know, she lets us out of here without having to buy anything because my pocketbook cannot, my my pockets cannot take an $8,000 purchase right now. That's for sure. (laughs) But anyways, it was, it was a lot of fun being there. And I had a great time just kind of shopping around the Soho area, right? There's so much more that I could have gone to. I actually went to, I think, one more store to, to like, cool off. Like, I think it was uh, Ape was the store, the the uh, more simplistic side of a bathing ape, the Baper brand. We went to Ape. And anyways, it was, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, like I said. Definitely recommend you checking out Blue and Green if you ever have a chance to go into the city. I think if you listen to this podcast, you already know that you probably want to check out M.A. Leandor, or maybe you don't. Um, But if you ever get a chance to check out some of those more, you know, contemporary fashion, menswear, streetwear, womenswear brands, I think they do fantastic work. Um, And the Japanese Americana stuff is really fantastic as well. The final thing I want to talk about for this trip is the people I had a chance to meet up with. I had a chance to meet up with uh, basically four people. Um, the first one being Adrian, Adrian, uh, I can't remember how to say his last name. It's like Christostomo or it's a really elaborate last (laughs) name, but he, he actually is a student at Fordham university. He had written article for Edward Joyner and he'd always been a very, very, you know, loyal supporter of mine and very kind. And he wanted to meet up and we decided to meet up in Grand Central Terminal. We walked over to Bryant Park. You know, that day we actually grabbed some pizzas as well, and we were just talking, man, just talking, 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 talking for about an hour and a half, and it was a great conversation, and, you know, it was great to actually be social and talk to somebody other than just, you know, typing out a message on Instagram or through text messages, and that's what really struck me when I was with Adrian and with my girlfriend. It was a lot of fun to be able to do that. Bryant Park is an absolutely beautiful park within Manhattan, really really nice park and adrian was great i mean he was just it was just like we knew each other and it was a lot of fun talking to him he's 19 he's got a lot of growing to do just like all of us do and he was asking me everything questions about the brand and how to dive into you know doing things on social and etc so so much stuff and it was a great conversation i had a lot of fun talking with him like i said and 
he was the first person we met up with, which was really dope. Next, like I said earlier, we met up with Devonte Ivory. Uh, he we also got some pizza with him. It's just easy to do, you know. Pizza in New York is just easy, simple. It's quick. You don't have to wait anywhere. You can sit wherever you want to, and it was fun meeting Devonte. His his personality really really shined through. He's a very interesting cat. Um, and in his his uh, accent and his voice and everything like that it was it was cool. It was very cool to like talk with him. And he's he's so tall. He's like six five six six, and uh, it's been a while since I've been around someone who's taller than me. Typically. Um, I'm around people who are taller than me. If they're taller than me, then they're probably a hooper. And, and Devontae did play a little basketball. So it was good talking to him about his brand, Boy Blondie, how it's been growing, the redirection of the brand, um, maybe some of the things he talked about with, you know, how he's been working with, you know, Reggie Casual from the Casual on his Patreon to help reestablish his brand. It was really interesting and riveting stuff that I learned from Devontae. And I saw that he has a lot of love and passion for what he does, and he really wants it to, to grow into something spectacular, right? And his, his 70s aesthetic for his brand, if you don't know Boy Blondie, it's about kind of 70s-styled graphics and garments. He really has a special offering when it comes to the men's or women's fashion space with his brand. I think his brand could be really something special here in the next you know, six to eight months, as long as he continues to push out quality product and continue to to do what he does. Lastly, we met up with Ray Mia, Anna Lee, and Devonte again. This time we were in Brooklyn, so we took the subway over to Brooklyn, ate at this really really nice um, breakfast place. Uh, it was delicious. It was it was a uh, you know my girlfriend's birthday at the time and so i had a lot of fun kind of spoiling her that day and it was great conversations meeting ray for the first time in person was really surreal because you know i watched his videos for so long you feel like you know somebody by watching their videos and then you see them in real life and then they're there and it's like it's it's a pinch me moment even i get those pinch me moments right and he's such a cool guy and i you know i talked to him on the phone several times for small hours but meeting him in person really cool he's pretty tall he's a lot taller than i expected and you know he gets that often but uh, i had to say that he is a lot taller than i expected and i was glad i was able to catch him he was actually supposed to i think leave the city the night before but his flight got canceled so i got lucky enough to meet him and i feel really blessed to have done that ray has always been an inspiration i think he's an inspiration for a lot of people he's an inspiration for Devonte, that's for sure he's been an inspiration for me and so you know, a lot of what you guys get and see from me on YouTube is inspired by Ray. So indirectly, if you watch my YouTube channel and enjoy my YouTube channel, you are essentially viewing something that has been inspired or touched by the creativity of Ray. And that's something that I have to put out there because he has really inspired me as a creative individual and as a YouTuber and, and content creator, for sure. Overall, I would give the trip a rating of 9 out of 10. It was a lot of fun. And I definitely cannot wait to go back. It was a, a great time, really. It was a great time. I actually, some of the other things we did before I conclude, went to the Met Gala. Or, oh my gosh, I, was, I just said we went to the Met Gala. We went to the Met, the Metropolitan Museum before the Met Gala was um, starting, right? And so that was a cool experience. We also saw Bryant Park, saw the Empire State Building, saw the Statue of Liberty, did all those kind of other main big things that you typically do in, in New York City, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, it was it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. And I definitely recommend if you have the ability 
to travel and do those kind of things now that maybe things are getting a little bit better in terms of COVID and, and safety and all these kind of things, do so. I think traveling really enriches your mindset and enriches, you know, your idea of what's out there in the world. And a place like New York City has so much to offer. There's only so much we can do, and I can't wait to, to travel back. Really, I can't wait. Let me know what you thought about this format for the podcast. I think moving forward, season three, I'm already thinking about season three. Um, I want to have more conversation-based podcasts like this, essentially one one person conversations. One, the audio is always going to be extremely crispy. Sometimes when I'm doing Zoom uh, interviews with the guests that we have on, the audio breaks out and it kind of gets annoying for people and the sound propagates, propagates and does all these weird things. But with this, I have a nice little microphone. I can talk into it. I can make sure it's a compelling conversation or compelling topic. And I think that is a better idea for me moving forward and more sustainable. Finding guests week in and week out is a little bit tough at times because I schedule out, you know, so many episodes for the weeks. And then once I'm done scheduling them out, I'm basically scurrying week in and week out to find guests. And that can be a little bit of a challenge, right? And it's it's great to have guests on and it's uh makes the content a little bit easier for me because I don't have to talk as much, but I enjoy talking. I enjoy having the conversation, spreading the things I always spread on YouTube, which are peace, love and positivity and just kind of having just a more laid back feel to the podcast, I think is going to boast well for it for the future. Maybe not even entirely focused on, you know, just fashion 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 will still be the focal point but just kind of talking about my experiences and things and what i see and trends and different things like that kind of like how i do on youtube right so if you're listening on apple please leave a five-star review i would truly appreciate it if you're listening on spotify please let me know what you liked or didn't like about this episode or give me feedback by dming me on my personal instagram or at the podcast instagram Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. And in the spirit of New York, I'll talk to you later. All right. Have a blessed rest of your day and we'll see you next week.